This time on TNT, we bring back Spot on the Spot. I'm going for a quick rip to Nashville. And Snakes in the Turlet? That's all coming up right now on TNT. There he is. Hey, bud. Nice sunny Sunday afternoon, Rip. Sunny afternoon, Rip. And uh, yeah, let's start with a, uh, a great classic game. It is a classic. Spot on the spot. You have to come up with a commercial for a business right uh, out of the gate. So you yeah. you have a bunch of instrumental versions of pop classics there. Yes. So you'll hit play the second I tell you what the company is, and you'll just have to rip it. Yeah. You'll go perfect. first. Are you ready with the track? Uh, yeah. So yes. I'm I don't know what for... the track is. You don't know what the business is. Yeah. So on the count yes. of three, I'll say the business, and you hit play. Ready? Um, um, are you going first? No, you are. Oh, I am. Yeah. <laughs> Okay. I'm Three, ready. two, one. Tito and Tina's industrial cleaning. Go. Hey, Tito. Yeah, Tina. Everybody needs a cleaning sometimes. Aren't you getting sick of people calling all the time about your ducks getting cleaned? We got bigger issues to fix. Industrial cleaning. That's right, Tina. We love a good cleaning, and we can come to your door five days a week, any hour of the day. Yes, and also the biggest cleaning you could possibly think of. We could do warehouse spaces. We could do, do all industrial size spaces. Yes, Tina. I'm wondering why this song is not starting yet, but uh, it should be on in a second here. I thought it was more upbeat than this. Yes, well, uh... Anyway, we have a big sale on this Saturday. And uh, if you skip to the middle, like that, you'll notice it's a Kajagoogoo. Too shy. So if you're shy and don't like to come out to business, that's right. If, you don't, if you're shy and you don't like to come out to businesses, we are open on the weekends this weekend. So come on down to Tina and Tim's Industrial Cleaning. <laughs> Why is this so not too shy, like, re- recognizably? Tell me <laughs> tell me again how Too Shy by Kajagoogoo goes. That once, too shy, hush, hush, adwa. All right. Dun, dun, too shy, hush, hush, adwa. This was all slow. Wow. It took out the sails, the wind right out of it. Okay. That's though when you're That's sometimes difficult. when you fly close to the sun, you're gonna I get know. burned. That's this game. <laughs> okay, you 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 ready for yours? Yes. Okay, uh I admire you is... playing both Tito and Tina though. That was really hard. <laughs> Tito and Tina. That's a lot. Okay, here we go. You, we're gonna get started in three, two, one. You have snakes in the park, festival, and barbecue. <laughs> and uh, you're, you're uh, Tomahawk Ted. Hi, friends. It's Tomahawk Ted just reminding you that it's time again for snakes in the park, festival, and barbecue. 
Come on down to watch everyone shed their skin after a long snowy winter. What says summer like snakes and steaks? That would have been a better name for this festival. It's Tomahawk Ted. Come on down with the kids. Get them to touch a reptile. There's a touch a reptile tank, but also your chance to get some barbecued ribs. No snake goes untouched at Snakes and Things in the Park with Tomahawk Ted and friends. Slither on down. <laughs> That was a great jam. It was hard to tie Groove is in the Heart to the Snake Festival. But it works because it's real keeping it light. Yeah, yeah, I guess so. And it makes it sound like it's going to be really kooky. And you look and there's big like six foot cobra. Cobra standing up. Cobras? Yeah, big cobra in the middle of the field staring at a kid. Do you know, I? Uh, it's like when we play How Many, I was racking my brain to try to come up with snake breeds. I couldn't even think of cobra. Oh, yeah, I know, right? <laughs> you had all kinds of snakes. Yeah. Pythons, pit vipers. Right, that would have been good. Boa, boa constrictors. Remember the old... Um, Imagine they're all just super... We have copperhead rattlers. Come on down. They're super specific? <laughs> no, but like super coral snake, like the most poisonous snakes. Yeah, let your we kids got, touch them. We got the mambas and what are those crazy ones in Australia? <laughs> Eastern diamondback rattlesnake. <laughs> Is the largest of a species in the world and the most venomous snake in North America. Yeah, like you got that coming. The saw-scaled viper is the deadliest snake in the world. It's responsible for more human deaths than all other snake species combined. The venom of the saw-scaled viper is not as lethal as other snakes, but it's far more aggressive. <laughs> What's that, that story about... Uh, um, Stevie Ray Vaughan, <laughs> there was a, in his house a cottonmouth rattlesnake. How? It was in his, in his drawer. <laughs> it, it said it came under the house or something. <laughs> but he opened the drawer and he said it was this massive, like, six-foot cottonmouth rattlesnake. And he said he shot it four times with a thirty-eight or something, like a big gun. And it was like, still... Alive? Shot it. He said there's blood and guts all over the cabinets, but it like he said it just got really mad, hissed at him, and ripped out the door back under the house. Jesus. <laughs> With like just all blown open in spots. Wow. <laughs> Four shots. <laughs> Thinking it's all gone for sure. It just gets mad and rips under the house. That would be terrifying. Oh, man. Yeah. Uh, have you ever seen a snake, like, in the wild? Oh, yeah, lots of times. Like little but, garter snakes? Yeah, never like a rattlesnake or anything. But plenty of, tons of snakes walking around. Um, my father-in-law, Carson, was telling me that when they would test 
uh, John Deere farm machinery, like in Texas or something, they would say always kick a bale of hay over instead of picking it up. Yeah, because snakes hang out under there. Rattlesnakes. Ooh. Um, listen to this one. Mm-hmm. One of Canada's <laughs> most venomous snakes, the Massasauga. Yeah, the Massasauga rattler. That's in Ontario. How do you even know that? Well, I know it's the only poisonous snake around, or not? Well, yeah, like where it'll rock your socks. In the Georgian Bay area. Yeah. Also known as the western rattlesnake or prairie rattlesnake. It's the same one. Wow, that's no good. No. They're not around much. Like, you probably won't ever see one, but yeah. Do you know um, anyone who's ever had, like, a rat come up the toilet? (laughs) No. Like, New York City style? Yeah. No way. Like I wonder if snakes ever come much. up the toilet. You would you would actually pass on, I think, if that happened. To I you. would, because you hate like mice and rats probably even more than mice. Yes, because rats can really pack a punch. Can snakes really come up a toilet pipe? Yes, but it's not common. Jesus, there are pictures. No. Oh, I shouldn't have looked. No. Oh, I shouldn't have looked. No way. Horrifying no. video shows snake emerging from toilet. I but can't handle that kind of stuff. You hear those stories sometimes of like, you know, the people downstairs had a snake and they let it out and it disappeared. How mad would you be? Oh, when I was, uh, my, my sister lived in uh, the first apartment that, or no, the first, what's one of the early apartments I lived when we moved to Toronto, we lived at 3355 where RJ Logan was. Yeah. But then the next place we lived my sister Jenny was in the same apartment previous, and uh, there was a dude there that we just called the dude, and this was before <laughs> the big Lebowski. It was like one of those guys always wears his, like no shirt. Yeah, and he like he got like arrested for rape or something crazy, like just one of those like bad like awful dudes. And he had a, a a viper, like one of those yellow snakes in his apartment. And at one time, like this was before the, the assault happened or whatever, but he was like knocking on my sister's door and he's like, hey, uh, yeah, if you haven't seen my snake, have you? <gasps> She's like, what? Like a yellow, huge viper, like in, you know, those big ones. Is like roaming around the... the uh, Apartment. Come on, it was just a man. small, like a three-story building with like four apartments on each floor. So it was like that's where it is, somewhere in somebody's place for sure. Sir, please yeah, find your never, snake. They, they never found it. Okay, but imagine. I would never sleep another night no. in my life. That'd be it. I would move. Do you remember several years ago we had like him- he, he he looked exactly he looked exactly like that dude in Stranger Things with the mullet you know that guy who's always got his shirt off haven't watched the show anyway and he's like really like they put he comes off as a real like classic cheese ball guy but that's what he was like sorry go ahead, go ahead. several years ago uh, we got a mouse in our car do you remember this yeah. And Wasn't that when you had to like the, the truck that you had to eventually get rid of because they crushed, killed everything? Yeah, the wires. Yeah, it was. It was. Um, uh, my father-in-law moved my truck to the field when we were staying in our house. So ten years ago, 
Mm. And when I went to get the truck, there was mouse dirt on the seat. Mm. And I hate them. Yeah. Uh, so we set a trap and left the doors open overnight and then thought, well, it must be gone because the trap's not set off. No more dirt. Um, so I took it to get it detailed. And the guy, when I went to pick it up, came out and said, uh, you need to um, solve this problem. There's um, mother mouse and the babies. Ooh, and they're just chewing everything poked up. Poked their head up from the back when we lifted the back to clean it there. So they are somewhere... It. In the car. But that was the equivalent of like when Jerry Seinfeld like has the B.O. car and it stinks, so he just gets rid of you it. He just get rid of it. it away. He gives it away. Yeah, forget it. Don't need it. Don't want it. It's done. <laughs> it doesn't matter how much it's worth. It's worth nothing now. Um, well, you can't help but imagine one jumping on the back of your neck while you're driving or like crawling no. up your calf. I... I uh, knew this woman. Was I talking about this last week? Who had a snake down by the gas pedal? No. While she was on the highway, and she just put it in cruise control, and like drove off the highway down the off ramp into her driveway, and slammed on the brake and jumped out and to let her husband get the snake uh, away from the gas pedal. But I, the love was gone with that vehicle once I knew. There had been um, vermin in it. And even though my brother-in-law at the time used a shop vac to suck the babies out of from under the coffee holder one at a time. Oh, that's nasty. Nasty. Because I've heard of like caterers and stuff having mice in their vehicles because they keep a lot of food in there and maybe they don't keep it covered or whatever. Um, But that was that was a whole new kind of weird if you have any mice around, they're gonna like they got into the, the front of my truck and my and and Lisa's car. They well, got in there. What'd you do? We uh, put some lights out sauce in there. What is that? <laughs> like it's sad to say, but it's like if they're chewing on your wires and starting to ret- like you. The car gets destroyed and thousands of dollars of damage. So yeah, they uh, rat poison. Oh, okay. I th- I thought you meant like lights out sauce with some like super high test worcester that is extra spicy and they're known well, no, to not like it's, it. It's lights out sauce. Yeah, it's terrible. Well, yeah, I because hate the fact that I have to do it, but like the car is getting destroyed. In that so, um, yeah. situation, it's it, it's very dangerous. Yeah, like all of a sudden you're everything's are just failing or who who knows what. Yeah. But bottom line is it's like you can't have that happen. And it's just because there's mice in this neighborhood. They're all over the place. From There's right across the street is a huge, probably one of the biggest untouched areas on Bathurst where it's basically a kind of like a park because there's nothing in there and it's all forests. So you have all coyotes and everything there, but the mice are all over the place just because there's so much places to party. Really? Can you hear them at night? No, but they're around. Like uh, when Anna had her mice, we, she still has her mice, but we had them in the garage in the summertime. But I would always see male mice coming up to the cage, so I'd have to shoo them out of the garage all the time. Wait. Yeah. What male do you mice, mean? Like, let's get it on. Because the two mice we have, walnut and strawberry, are female. So the male mice, you'd see them coming around, like, 
hanging out by the cage. No. Like, hey, uh, can I buy a drink? <laughs> yes. How could you tell they were dudes? Could you see their birds? Well, what else would they be doing in there? They, well, I don't know. They want to get they want to get it on, right? That's all they're doing is looking for mating or food. They're not just like ch- chatting. Well, I know I had bats in my attic, like two thousand bats in my attic, and I didn't even know it. the farmhouse I had near Windsor, Nova Scotia, and the Batman who came to get them out of there said they are a very social. Uh, breed. So if there is another colony, like in a barn nearby, when these guys can't get back into my attic, the other ones will be like, hey, come, you should come over and stay with us. Where have you fellas been? Come on in. Lots of room for everyone. So I wasn't sure if with mice, it was the same thing. Like, what are you doing in the cage? Oh, man. But you think it's dudes. Yeah, they're trying to get it on. Oh my it, God. That's why they say Barf. don't get a male and a female mouse unless you want to have 10 mice. Barf. <laughs> right. Yeah. <laughs> so are you, like, are you afraid of them? The mice? Yeah. No, but they bite. It's like they, if you try to pick it up, it'll bite you. They both all are like that. Have you They'll, tried to pick it up? Anna has, and she's like, ouch, it bit me <laughs> a bit. So, like, they'll, like, even if you put your finger by the cage it'll it'll come and bite you <laughs> what do you feed them maps just a little mouse food the dry stuff and it's got water and uh you redo the uh sawdust there bedding stuff every once in a while wow but yeah they're messy man they shit like crazy they shit all the time they're constantly popping out pellets man. so what is the and they you know what else is annoying they like to like they don't like to have it around them or whatever, so they'll like fluff it all out and throw it out of the cage. So there's constantly this like pile of mess around the cage. They'll throw their poo out. Well, everything. They'll push out everything. I don't know what why, but since day one, they'll throw all the stuff out of the cage. So there's a big pile of like uh, bedding and shit around the cage. So you have to vacuum it constantly. Wow. So now it's in, yeah, we have it in like the laundry room. What is on the, the ground. Jo- What is the joy in, in, in having like a, them as pets for her? Well, I, they're nice and they, they come, like you can tell they recognize you and they, they're kind of, they have a vibe in a, in a way. It's not like a, a dog or anything, but it's like, they're there. I don't know. I don't mind them. They come and run over and you feed them and they hang out a bit. Wait. But they'll bite you if you try and put your finger in What there. do you mean they come hang out? Are they loose? No, they're in their cage, but they'll come wake up or get up and come look at you. So that they like to hang. I don't know, man. <laughs> I don't know, it's not my Anna scene. Anna wants a cat like nobody's business. Why are She's you not really feeling going that? off about the cat. Well, I don't know. It's just another thing, you know. But um, she's into it. And I don't li- I don't mind cats, so I don't know. But she wants to get like, and Lisa too wants to get one of those man coons, that like the really big cats. But I'm like that thing will kill rebel. <laughs> it's like a bobcat almost the size of those things. Well, that's a good question. How those two would get along? Because we yeah, that's the question, right? You, like you want them to get along with the with the rebel, or else then it's going to be a big scene. We have so, a yeah, barn well, kitty named Merle, and he disappeared for a week over Christmas. And uh, we've lost a couple of barn kitties over the years. 
Um, but we thought that was it for Merle. And then he just showed up again. He was gone for a week and uh, <laughs> Indy's really close with him. He yeah. usually comes when he can hear her voice. So we got air tags and put one around his neck. So oh, now she go. can so just look on her. the phone and say, oh, Merle's over at Car Star. So what was Merle up to for a week? Getting it going? Not sure. Spread the seed of Merleness. Well, no, I think he's been dealt with in that regard. But oh, okay. So I don't know just if hanging. someone thought he was a stray, maybe was feeding him. He was like, I'm going to kick it here for a bit. Or if, <laughs> like, I don't know if he went in someone's shop and then they closed for Christmas and he was stuck in there. Like, I don't know what the scene was. So- solved a couple crimes, Littlest Hobo style. Yeah. Just helping somebody out. Okay, yeah. it's time to go. Time to go back home. Yeah, but he's a good dude. And this technology is wild because obviously you can use it for luggage or uh, anything that you want to track. But being able to see where this kitty is is the best. That is cool. Little tag. Little tag. Um, I got Hey, I got uh, AirPods for Christmas and I already can't find them. <laughs> one or both. <laughs> The whole package thing, the whole box. Even though I have, like, find your AirPods on the phone or whatever, it's in the house, but I can't, I don't know where it is. I've looked, I've gone. You know how, like, when you're the, the GPS of find your phone, it's like it can kind of get kind of close, but it doesn't really show, like, if you're a foot away, it's beside you. Or at least. Right, so all, like it just, all it's telling you is, yeah, they're in yeah, the house, somewhere dude. somewhere in the house. I'm like, man. That's I hate those things, man. I hate them. I lost one pair, and they're lost, even though they're not even lost. They're lost. Joy doesn't make a sound. It won't connect. Joy chewed a pair. Had to replace those. What? You had to replace a pair. Joy chewed them. Oh no! Like crushed them all up like a chiclet. Yeah. So they're all bent up and crushed. Yeah, with wires sticking out and stuff. <laughs> If we if we do something fun and she doesn't get to come, she'll punish us for that sometimes yeah. a little bit. Yeah, like chew the side of your couch or something. Yeah. Oh, did you guys have fun in town? Because I, I had fun um, chewing the garbage up. So I guess we both had fun in our own way. Oh, wait a second. I took a huge loaf over here. Yeah. Isn't that fun? If we're talking about things that are they, fun. They really do, don't they? They think because... Their lives are destroyed when they're by themselves. That's when the only time dogs really are depressed, like waiting for someone to get it. And I heard uh, they they can tell when someone's coming home by the less, like the, the amount of their scent, if it's gone away. Like if someone comes back the same time every day, the, and they've been gone, whatever, eight, ten hours, like their scent is, is dissipated to the point where they're, oh, they're coming back now. Because it's like it can barely smell them. It's time for them to be back in the house. Wow. Like, I guess that's how animals smell time or tell time. They smell they, they smell things. And when the, the, it's dissipated, I guess, like, they get a good chunk of whatever, 10 hours, 12 That's crazy. Hours. Yeah. So that, man, they get really uh, depressed when they're, when, when they're anticipating that part. That's why they're always barking. Well, I sometimes will watch Joy, like if Carol goes to pick up the girls from school and I can see the car on the road about a kilometer away and Joy will get up and walk over to the door. Yeah, already knowing it's yeah. on the way. It's crazy. Why? I can tell. Is that, like, can they, is that an innate sense or can they smell them from that far away? 
Well, hearing too, because I know Rebel can hear the car coming down the road, and he must be able to differentiate our cars with other cars because he starts going ape before the car's in view. Um, and he's got those big, those big uh, sonar ears that are going bananas. You know, when you look at them, they're always like switching around and auditory satellite mode. I want to. S- oh, jeez. What? Um, like mice can smell their pee. I think I'm just trying to look it up. I think it's from three kilometers away. Mice. Yeah, they can smell, smell piss? their own. Yeah, their own. Oh, no wonder they're knocking everything out of there. They also smell a bit like pee. Yes. Yeah. Which is disgusting. It is, yeah. My stink. And it's not like they're cute and happy and fun you get to wash them every day. No, it's none of those things. Um, wanted to give a quick shout out to... Uh, there's a filmmaker from here named Jason Eisner. He has a film out called Kids vs. Aliens. It's on in theaters and, and video on demand. He is an interesting cat because he did a short years ago called Treevenge. And mm-hmm. uh, Sarah Dunsworth and I were in it. Um, it's about Christmas trees exacting revenge on the people that cut them down. Really funny premise. He also did a feature called Hobo with a Shotgun. Um, oh, I've heard about that. But most recently he's been doing this wrestling series called Dark Side of the Ring. And he's mm. he's just a real visionary and really enthusiastic and really passionate about making films. So uh, I'm in Kids vs. Aliens. Um, mm-hmm. The movie is, as you might expect, about kids versus aliens. But I play the uh, dad who's like, now do, you kids don't get up to anything before while well, I'm gone. Um, and then obviously, uh, the wheels come off the bus. Um, but I remember Steve Smith who played red green saying, if people know my movies out and choose to not see it, that's fine. But if nobody sees it because nobody knew that's sometimes where the Canadian, uh, film and TV industry falls down. So just, uh, using my little megaphone to share the word that if you like horror shows, and in horror circles, this guy is, it for is very kids? well respected. Well, but kids could watch it or no? Yeah, I would say it depends on your appetite for kind like of when you gross. S- was, does the dad see the aliens actually and be like, holy snacks? Like no. big dad styles? No, it's probably, there are probably some F bombs in it. And, um, oh, okay. So it's not like you're. And it's the, gross. Like it's hardcore okay. violent. All right. But um but kind of so over the top like barf and blood and guts and I think the the sort of catchphrase from the movie is F space. <laughs> Cuz the damn aliens. Yeah. <laughs> so um probably not something to watch with your toddlers. But no. uh but if you well, love that stuff um yeah. there's nobody better. The girls are getting older now, so are you starting to watch a little more kind of not kids stuff? Well, it's interesting. Are they at that level yet? We're watching Glee. Okay. And um, the music is really fun and it's, you know, kind of soapy and dramatic. But then there's like uh, teen pregnancy and... uh, Degrassi stuff? Yeah, yeah, like some actual, not heavy, because it's all sort of, 
cartoony in a way, but um, there's some stuff about race and some stuff about sexuality and stuff that we haven't really uh, encountered before <laughs> in the stuff that we've chosen to watch, but they're old enough yeah. now. They're 13 and 11 to sort of uh, pay attention to some of this stuff. Um, so watch it's been the, interesting. They, they watch, turn their heads I, away from the screen when uh, that stuff happens. Yeah. But, it's like, are they at John Candy movies mode yet? Well, it's funny. Home I, Alone, obviously. Yeah, they but, love that. Yeah. I wanted to show them uh, Transplants and Automobiles. Yeah, we watched that last night. Did you? Yeah, and the kids loved it. They well, thought it was amazing. So I... I uh, There's swearing. The only F scene is the swear F words when he... With the woman, the gobble-gobble lady behind the counter. That's the only F-bombs in the whole movie, right? Well, okay, interesting. Because when I <laughs> when I looked up, can you watch Planes, Trains, and Automobiles with Children? Not that I am not able to make my own decision. But it said there is one scene where there's... I forget if it's 60 F-bombs in 90 seconds yeah. or something. Well, it's the scene that took it from a PG-13 to an R or whatever yeah, right. it is. Yeah, and he they left it in just for the context of how angry he is. Yeah. Right? But there's no like, there's no uh, sexual there's no, content no, or nudity or any of that stuff. No, no. If that scene wasn't in it, it would be like I think maybe a, a couple s bombs. That's about it. Right. Which is no big deal. Right. I think we should watch it then because it's it's in the conversation for my favorite movie of all time. It is. It's so funny, and it's really a, a good slice of life because everybody knows. And you guys have traveled enough as a family to understand the pain in the ass of what stuff doesn't go your is. way. Yeah, it is a good one. Definitely, I recommend it. But also, uh, the other show that Anna's been into, like we've obviously gone through Office and Seinfeld, but now and Seinfeld's always on anyway. But uh, Columbo is the new. Really? Yeah, but you can't find them. You gotta. There's no like. I think uh, there's you can't get Columbo without having like uh, Peacock, which isn't available in Canada. So it's really hard to find episodes. So we have to tape them like on Vision Channel, <laughs> and there's they're only on once a week. So it's hard. We're trying to trying to, and if there's like if you can there's I found a couple websites where you you can stream Columbo, but like. And you can screen share it on your phone, but the thing about that is you can't even press pause or it starts over again. You can't rewind oh, or fast wow. forward. So we've been like, watch it for an hour and then, oh no, the phone, like, you know, you, you press the phone and all of a sudden it starts over again and you can't fast forward so back what? to where you're, so it's horrible. Why Columbo? It's a great show, man. Like the, like the stories it's are good, show. or it's kind of kitschy and fun to watch something from that well, long yeah. ago. And it's actually it'd be it's good for uh, for kids too because it's it was always on TV, so there's no like situational stuff that's any worse than a '70s or an '80s show TV show, right? So there's not even really violence in it, other than like the murder that happens to kick it off always. So it's and the writing is great, the acting is great. My dad used to watch it all the time. Mm. Like both my parents used to love Columbo. And I don't know, she's just like, can we put Columbo on? And we watched it, and then ever since, it's been like, can't get enough. So it's, yeah, Columbo's a great watch. It's so fun to have a show as... Yeah, your vibe, where you hang together. Yeah, 
It really is good. That's why, yeah, the, like, last night was great. Because, yeah, it's fewer and fewer moments when, once the kids are teenagers, like John's going to be 17 in March. Wow. And, uh, you know, Jack's 15. So it's really hard to get everybody on the same page to, to do stuff. So yeah, movies course. are always the great regulator as well as like Scrabble and other stuff. But we try to do it as much as we can because it's really fun when you're enjoying it together. Yes. Um, Indy made the basketball team, as I think I mentioned, and Carol's dad put a net up inside his garage, nice. which has big 20-foot ceilings. So oh, yeah. We've been so playing 21. Really In the winter, even. Yeah. Just ripping it. That's awesome. Yeah, going and doing drills and uh, playing 21 and playing two-on-one and two-on-two and, um, you know, with other family members over the holidays and stuff, playing indoor basketball. That just feels oh. like a great luxury. It is. To and be able to do that indoors. In Plus you're running around. Yeah. That's the best. That's the best, bud. All I can do is the garage here swinging a golf club in it. And that's where the uh, mice are, right? What's that? That's well, where the no, mice are. No, 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 they're not, not now because it's cold, too cold for them to be in there. Even though it's well, where are her insulated, mice? it's not hot. They're in the laundry room now. Oh, right. Okay, because it's warm. Yeah. Yes. Got it. Yeah. Let's take a break. Let's take a break, bud. Hola. Hola. We're back. Okay, another spot on the spot. I'm going to give you a choice. Funnily enough, I had worms as as one, but you did snakes, so we won't uh, use that one. So yeah. you have a choice. Are you ready? Yeah, I'm ready. Yummy. Hold on, let me get a jam going on here. Okay. I will pick the jam before you tell me, so okay. it won't. Hold on. Make sure we all know these jams. Hush, okay. hush, odd eye. Okay. Okay, ready? Yeah. Either Yummy's Kebab or Tulips and Toddlers Fest. Yummy's Kebabs? I'm hungry for a kebab. Everybody likes kebabs. It's one of my favorite songs to eat kebabs too. Come on down to the kebabs world. Take on you, take on me, take on a kebab. Have a have a kebab to go. Come on down. The kebabs emporium of good times is welcoming you to all the white sauce, the dark sauce, and good stuff in here. Salty, sweet. Come on down. You want it? We got it. Let's get your kebabs. Yummies. Yummies. I forgot the yummies. Right yummies the kebab. <laughs> um, well I done. I like the jam. So who, no who's recording that version of Take On Me? I don't know. It's all It's not the keyboards. actual track though, right? No, but I mean, it's just keyboards. So the other original is mostly keyboards. So Right. That's, that's Tony from Arkell's just in his home studio totally, doing stuff for, for sure. money. Aside, yes. Yeah. Little side rip for three songs. Okay. So here's yours. Okay. Your spot on the spot. Uh, it's uh, a Pez shop. Okay. Pez dispensers. Al's Pez. Okay. Here we go. Okay. 
Tick-tock, tick-tock, and you don't stop. Pop, pop, pop on the pez in your mouth at Al's. Come on down, friends and pals. We got pez of all shapes, sizes, and colors. Pez for your sisters and pez for your brothers. It's me, your friend Al. Who doesn't like to come down to the pez dispensary and pop, pop a little sugar in their mouth? We have it up north and we have it down south. Pez in your mouth. Come on, friends. It's what it's all about. It's Al's. You get your Pez. So tell all your friends and tell all your pals at this Pez at Al's. We're open seven days a week from 2 to 3 p.m. I want to Pez you up. Did the song change? I, 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 I love how you, you picked it up that it was that. No, it's just, right. It's, TikTok and you se- don't stop. That is the intro to "I Want to Sex You Up," isn't it? Yeah, yeah. I didn't know it's so crazy off the top. Dang! But man, you really picked it up. Why would it hit? I want to pez you up much maybe, earlier if maybe, I knew. Maybe that should be the game: is you have to guess the song as early as possible. <laughs> yeah. Okay. I'm gonna I do that. I want to pez you up. <laughs> Let's see if we can. You can pick. You can pick this one. Okay. This song here. Ready? Yes. Okay. <laughs> what? No idea. You did. Listen. No idea. This is so hard the way they're doing this, but here it's like it's like a rockabilly version of Umbrella. 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 Oh come on! Let's got it tied together. Umbrella. My umbrella. Umbrella. It's an old timey version of Umbrella. Oh, that was impossible. That's, I didn't I thought it was going to be, I had no idea it was going to be like that. That's <laughs> There's no way. Um, uh, hit me with another one. Okay, here we go. <laughs> oh, Love Theme from St. Almost Fire by David Foster. <laughs> And there was a, there was a version with lyrics. We laughed until we had to cry. There is? Yeah. And we Who's singing that? Until our last goodbye. <laughs> um, it's called For Just One Moment. The Foss? Yeah. Yeah, For Just One Moment, St. Elmo's Fire. Uh, love theme from St. Elmo's Fire. We laughed until we had to cry, and we loved right down to our last goodbye. We were the best I think we'll ever be. Just you and me, just for a moment. Can you pick this jam? Here it comes. Oh, yeah, oh, true. Spandau Ballet. It's not difficult. You know this. <laughs> I always thought it was hostess, munchies, True. No, you did not. Yes, I did because I was about no, that age when it came out. There, no, 
<laughs> you did not. That can't be. Hostess, munchies, true. There's no way. You just said that enough times that you thought that's what it was. You think I'm rewriting my own history book? <laughs> I think, I guess. Yeah, like, I guess I could be. You, you said it to everybody that you know so many times. You're like, well, that has to be It has right. to be true because I remember it. There's no way you would have heard that anything else. Hostess. Well, now, every time someone listens to it till the end of time, that's what they'll hear. Do you think people are going to be like, that's what I thought it was, too? Maybe. Do you think? Maybe. Okay, can you guess this one? He's taking liberties on the mm. melody with the soloing, but it's. You, let's go a little more here. You'll get it. Was it only just a dream? No. <laughs> like, it's really not helping the way he's soloing. Despacito. Oh, yeah, okay, wow. <laughs> Like that's way da, na, 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 na. <laughs> right. Um, that's, that's which bad, was a cover, actually. right? That was, that must have been an actual song that Bieber covered. I don't know. Is it the guy he's singing it with in the Bieber song? I don't know. Because there's a or he's just singing alone, or is Bieber with somebody that did it? I think Bieber's singing with somebody. Is that the guy that did it? I, I don't know. I think so. So there we go. But yeah, though these are difficult, eh? They are. Because when they're it's like when especially when they're taking liberties. What is that? Uh you wouldn't know it's a Calvin Harris. That's that uh well you might know this one. intro here. Get to the point, pal. Oh, God, yeah. Don't go changing, you know. Is it? Just the way you are, yeah. But it's frickin' 12 beats a minute. Why do, do people think, do that? Do you think do when people... you're doing a cover, you should try to make it sound as much like the original? Or do you think you should reinvent it and come up with your own take on it somehow? <clears throat> well, there's... There's uh, two examples. There's like uh, making it different in your own, like all along the Watchtower, Jimi Hendrix, which is nothing like when Bob Dylan wrote and played it, right? It's completely different and has a whole different vibe, which is awesome. But then there's like the just doing a cover and you slow it down and play it on piano. And it's supposed to be, that's not awesome to me. <laughs> like, that's just, like, if it's just slower, that's nothing. So it kind of has to have, like, 
Yeah, if you're gonna do it to to, to make it your own, it better be it better be good because the only one I can think of is like you know, little help from my friends Joe Cocker of the Beatles. Yeah, and, that was good. You know, all along the Watchtower. That's about it. Most Why would you do? And may, maybe uh, well, I never heard. Uh, the original uh, Blinded by the Light like Bruce Springsteen his version isn't as good as the um, Manfred Mann version and then there's like uh, Albert Hammond Jr. had that song um, that the Hollies covered what was that? the, 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 the air that I breathe the Hollies version might be better than the Albert Hammond original Oh, that's a good game. What covers better than the original? Yeah, there's not too many, though. Like, uh, yeah, there's making it your own, and then there's, like, that's just a shitty cover. Because I think if you just cover it, like, you know how the the carbon copy Christmas styles, where they'll, cover, they'll do an old song and it just sounds like they're phoning it in? That's the same thing when they're doing a cover and it's exactly like the original. I, um, I don't know. I don't like Depends when they take the liberties song. with the melody. Yeah, that's annoying. I think you have to deliver on the melody. Yeah. But if you if you play a different genre, then that's cool. Like um Yeah. You be forty covering uh Can't Help Fall in Love with You. Yeah. Sure. Totala. Totala. Hey I, I uh I haven't seen that whale movie with Brendan Fraser, but I heard that's good. I think, like, I haven't heard people say that's some some acting right there more than that movie, so I'm excited to see it. But I did see the Elvis one where that Austin Butler guy won. I hated the movie Elvis. I thought it was cheesy and shitty, but I think he did a good job. So did you what? all go? Did that appeal to everyone? Did you go to the theater? No, no, we watched it on TV, Yeah, the Elvis Lisa's mom loves her Elvis. Does she? And even she was kind of like, eh. Because there's a lot of, like, stuff that's going off the rails there in terms of, like, there's, like, psychedelic weirdness and just, there's just too much going off the ramp. That mask anyway. was 42. Who, Elvis? Yeah. When he died? Yeah, I looked it up the other day because the girls were wondering how old he was when he died. Yeah, I didn't realize he was so controlled by Colonel Tom or whatever, hmm. Parker. But it, yeah, and I, I, like it uh, kind of delves into certain things that I didn't know because I was never into Elvis really, but I didn't know like that's why he never toured Europe because he wasn't really allowed to. <laughs> wow, I didn't. I knew he was a birdsman. Yeah. Um, but I yeah. didn't know that he was uh, controlled by the Colonel. The girls went to see the Whitney Houston movie, and they learned a lot and shared a lot with me that I didn't know about her. I didn't know she had a partner. Um, I forget what her name was, Tanya or something, before she was famous and her dad shut that down. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. And uh, Robin, that was her name, and she was a loyal friend her whole life. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, I wonder if... You know, she wasn't walking in her truth, and that's why she was a very unhappy person. Yeah. And well, and Bobby Brown's pretty banged up most of the time, too. Yeah. Like, that guy's crazy. Yeah. (laughs) So, yeah, who knows? 
In fact, uh, we're talking about fame and how it messes people up. And how, oh, because Carol just finished reading the Matthew Perry book. And he was so banged up on PKs. Yeah. Like, doesn't remember a lot of friends and took a bite of an apple and his front teeth fell out and just tried over and over and over and over again to get sober uh, and couldn't. And uh, both he and Kelly Ripa said in their books recently, like, if they could do it all again, they would never want to be famous or choose this path. Like, you don't hear of too many stories of people that were like, yeah, I was super famous and then I just kind of took a knee and uh, retired to Oregon and everything was great. It usually ends badly in some way, doesn't it? Uh, Well, yeah, unless they have it together, you know, there's lots of people that like to continue, like they're actually famous because they're great at their job and they stay true to that. You know what I mean? Like your Christian Bales and, you know, like, uh, Meryl Streep's, where it just seems like they really enjoy acting, and and the acting is is the real reason that they do it because they can't really do anything else. You know what I mean? Where the, it's true, kind of like great musicians that you know, sure they've had issues and problems and bumps in the road. That's life, but at the end of the day, they're still doing exactly the same thing, and couldn't do anything else just because that's what they do. So yeah, I think some of these people that really get banged up and messed up, sometimes, yeah, either they're very unhappy for some reason, maybe they have a a chemical imbalance that drove them to depression, but uh, sometimes they're just idiots that just can't, they they keep making the wrong decisions. (laughs) Like, that's the other thing, like... To, sometimes people are assholes and they they keep fucking up all the time. Yes. You know? Yeah. And sometimes addiction gets a hold of them and it's heartbreaking yeah, but, and, you know. But, yeah, for but him- honestly, sometimes people are just dicks and they keep on being dicks. Right. <laughs> and they just don't shut up about it and cry about it and complain about life and how this is so blah, 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 wrong and it's... This really messed me up. and But at the end of the... Like, I know people that I don't talk to anymore. Because they, you know... And they've come to me and said, I've, you know, turned my life around. I'm really sorry for blah, blah, blah. But I'm like, no, man. You're still an asshole and you'll always be an asshole. So get fucked. <laughs> That's not where I thought that was going. <laughs> Sometimes I, uh, that's how it is, man. Yeah, fair. The thing that, that <laughs> it's struck rare, me, but it's true. the thing that struck me about this um, Matthew Perry book, and again, it's secondhand because Carol's sort of relaying on her walks and stuff, like, what did you read last night or what's happening in the book? He uh, thought it wasn't fair that the other five didn't have to deal with this, and he did. He didn't think that was fair. And that seemed, that surprised me, just as a sentiment that that you would think about what is and isn't fair. Um, He he apparently talks a lot about being one of the biggest stars in the world and, uh, you know. But for some reason, he could never, yeah, he could never get another real acting gig that was something. 
It was always either some shitty movie or made-for-TV BS. Interesting, right? Yeah. And you know what? It's, he's probably a dick, that guy. Yeah. He always seems like a crybaby to me. <laughs> you know, like uh, blame, uh, anger, uh, fear of what you've done. Like, you're also, like, when they talk about themselves... There's like they're they're their own worst enemy. So they even talk about how much they hate themselves. So some of those times it plays into it's like, yeah, man, this guy's just not a has rehab hasn't done anything because there's no difference in that kind of poisonous energy. There also isn't like he doesn't seem like the nicest person. No, he doesn't. Every single time, he seems like he wants to not be in the interview. And looks stressed and grumpy. So, like, you know, what are you, you going to do? What are you going to do? Some people are like that, man. Yeah. And it's if they're yelling about what, you know, why. That's why. But, like, well, you don't have to go tell, telling everybody and talking about it because clearly you're not having fun doing it because you're always grou- grouchy. <laughs> And yeah, maybe he has a, an issue with it. It's, it's sad that he does, but at the same time, you're kind of uh, glorifying an acceptance to this kind of behavior. Well, it sounds I, like at the end he he gets clean, which is great. Um, and then he then he's like, "Yeah, I've written a uh, script. I'm trying to get this A list actress to look at it, and we might be having a movie soon." Like, I, I guess I just always think. If you made it at that level, there's nothing wrong with saying, oh, it was fun. I'm going to, you know, tap out and go uh, live in the country. Like, it's the fighting to stay relevant or I used to be somebody or like that part of it that I find especially heartbreaking, I think. Yeah, for sure. Like, he's trying to make a comeback. It's not going to happen, bud. And that's fine. You, You... you won the lottery for the particular corner of the universe uh, that you bought a ticket for. Like, yeah. good for you, but you're done. That's it. Does it? Lights out, curtains, and, and enjoy it. Lights Just out, like sauce, it. yeah. Lights out, sauce. <laughs> the lights out, sauce. But I guess... The good stuff. I guess the difference is fame was never something that motivated me at all. I really liked the work. I really liked the travel. I really liked meeting people and playing different characters and being inspired by characters uh, that I met in real life. But the the red carpet part of it was just always felt like, ugh. Not, not yeah. that I ever... It's not like fame was like, dude, come on, come on. Like, it never... It never, conveniently, it never happened uh, to that degree in the States. But everyone I know uh, that it has happened to, it doesn't seem fun. Yeah. No, I know. I, I don't get it either. But I, I like the, uh, I don't know, I think because maybe because you're you've achieved happiness with your family the same as I have yes. where it's like it's something that I appreciate so much whatever I do outside of it 
just kind of funnels into this again. Exactly. You know I mean? So this is the best part, and you're like just trying to maintain the hang and could care, care less about being seen at some function. Man, that's like three or four hours of like lights and Oof. interviews and hanging out and like, love you, babe. By the way, that is a great way to put it. Maintain the hang. Yeah. It's all we're trying to do, buds. Just That's maintain it. the hang. Gotta love the hang here. Gonna try and uh, sneak in another movie maybe today. Nice. Hey, I'm going to, I'm going to Nashville this week for a little uh, gig with the, the Red Shoes Band, my buddy Mike and uh, the Point Click Care Bods. That's pretty fun. Yeah. So I'm down there... Uh, down there during the week and back back before the weekend, but it's going to be good times. Um, did you say the Red Shoes Band? Yeah. That's the name of the band? <laughs> That's the name of the band, yeah. How does times. it feel playing? Speaking of covers. <laughs> what? How does it feel playing? Yeah. Well, great. It's a good group. There's probably, uh, I don't know, like eight of us. So it's a, pr- a pretty good big group so there's and there's lots of different songs different genres from pop to rock to to uh you know mellow country. what's your favorite song to play i like everything i don't care i mean i think it's just fun to learn different songs constantly you know and it's not yeah especially if it's stuff that you wouldn't normally choose to play you just kind of enjoy the 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 time of it, right? The the tempo and the feels, you get rid into that stuff. So it's all good. It's really good. It's going to be fun. And DuBois must be the, psyched that you're playing with them. Yeah, we're staying at the Gaylord Opryland yeah. Hotel, which is uh, probably somewhere you've been, right? Yes, it's a it's big... A um, huge, huge complex. Huge resort it? kind of thing. Is the whole gang staying there, like everyone attending yeah. the gig? Yeah. And the gig is there in one of the ballrooms. Wow. So do you, do you uh, isn't the Ryman right there? Opryland's right there too. Yes. Um, so that's cool. The um, the Mother Church of Country Music is downtown, and that's where the that's the Ryman Auditorium. But the okay, Grand so Ole Opry started at the Ryman, there. and it has moved out to Gaylord Opry. So there is a big venue right there. I wonder if that's where you guys are playing. No, I don't think so. I think it's just in the in a hotel. ballroom in the in the hotel. Yeah, because um, it's for the company. So yeah, right. Uh, it's great, man. You're gonna love it. Have you've been to Nashville before, but just not for a while. Yeah, it's been a long time, years. Are so, you yeah, going down to the strip and everything? Sure, absolutely, definitely. I'll be hitting it. That'll be fun. The the uh, is that one of those places when you get your key and it's like a thirty minute walk to your room styles? I would say. Uh, my buddy Carter Hayes works there. He's a great dude. Kind of nice. an Elvis-looking mask that you might see. Maybe I'll see him. Yeah. Um, <laughs> an Elvis-looking mask? Yeah, kind sort of. of. That's, awesome. <laughs> That's good. I wouldn't, uh, I wouldn't want to say that as an insult to him, but he, he has, yeah. like, kind of dark hair and a cool cut, and, uh, yeah, he looks like a, a cool guy for sure. Nice. Um, oh, yeah. It's just a great city. Yeah, I'm looking forward to it. Good eats, good treats, good hangs. We'll have fun, bud. Yeah. I'm going to send you, you a picture of Carter week? Hayes. Just, you're chilling home, right? Yeah. Nice. Yeah, I have a, a couple rips in one in February and one in March, but home for the time being and loving it. Perfect. So we'll be ripping another app soon enough. Sounds good, budski. 
Okay, bats. Talk soon, bats.